okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. This movie begins. Yep. Mafia March. Bet. Um. So. You mean to tell me Nice Guys wasn't a mafia movie? Mm, no, that was, uh, that was government corruption movie, which corporate corruption. Kind of, or corporate kind of the same. corruption. They go hand in hand. Right, but the mafia didn't uh, mm. suppress the catalytic conversion. I don't know, man. Nice Guys was fiction. That's all I can say about that. Well, how do you know it was fiction? Got a point. All right. So, in the 1960s, Reggie Cray is a former boxer. He was becoming an important part of the criminal underground in London. At the start of the film, his twin brother Ron is locked up in a psychiatric hospital for paranoid schizophrenia. Reggie uses threats to obtain the premature release of his brother. The twins untie their ep- unite their efforts to control a large part of London's criminal underworld. One of their first efforts is to muscle in on the control of a local nightclub using extortion and brutal violence. Reg enters into a relationship with Francis, his driver's sister, whom he eventually marries, when he is imprisoned for a previous criminal conviction, which he cannot evade. She makes him swear that he will leave his criminal life behind, an oath he never honors due to the allure of crime. While Reg is in prison, Ron's mental instability and violent temperament led to several financial setbacks at the club. The club is almost forced to close after Ron scares away most of the customers. Uh, on the first night after Reg is released from prison, the brothers have an all-out fist fight. They manage to partially patch things up. The brothers are approached by Angelo Bruno of the Philadelphia crime family, who, on behalf of Meyer Lansky and the American Mafia, wants to engage them in a crime syndicate deal. Bruno agrees to a 50-50 deal with Reg to split London's underground gambling profits in exchange for local protection by the brothers. Initially, the system is highly lucrative for the Cray brothers. Ron's barely concealed volatility results in him publicly murdering George Cornell, an associate of the torture gang, rivals of the Crays. As a result, Scotland Yard opens up a full investigation of the Cray brothers. Reg's marriage with Francis crumbles due to his addiction to crime. Unable to bear Reg's false promises to reform, Francis uh, starts consuming prescription drugs illegally. After he beats and rapes her in a fit of rage, she leaves him. When Rudge approaches her to reconcile, Francis seems to agree, and they plan to visit Ibiza. But soon she kills herself by drug overdose, leaving Reg guilt-ridden. The twins' criminal activities continue, and Ron pays petty criminal Jack McVitie uh, to kill Leslie Payne, Reg's partner who controls the legal side of the Cray's operations, as he doesn't trust Payne. Jack only wounds Payne, who then turns the brothers over to Detective Superintendent Leonard Nipper Reed, the head of the investigation. Reg finds out and brutally stabs McVitie with a knife during a party hosted by Ron. The testimony given by Payne means that Ron is arrested and charged with Cornell's murder. The final scene shows a police squad breaking down the door to Reggie's flat in order to apprehend him for McVitie's murder. The closing captions indicate both brothers receiving criminal convictions for murder. They died five years apart. Ron from a heart attack in 95 and Reggie from bladder cancer in 2000. 
Cancer sure took its time catching up with him. Yeah, you're talking about that earlier. How they always smoke so many cigarettes. Dog, like it, it actually killed my urge to go smoke because I was like, like I watched that movie from start to finish, and I did not get up one time to like go to the bathroom, go outside to smoke. Usually, I would like do both. That's you saw him so, smoke so many. You're like, I'm getting my nicotine. Dog, like them. that's exactly how it felt. Like because it was just like every two seconds, like they were lighting up, and I just felt like I was sitting there getting that second hand, and I'm like, God damn, again? Like, right. I mean, it was all the time. Now, to start off Mafia March here, what's cooler, cigars or cigarettes? Cigars. Cigars are cooler? I like cigars. I'm going to say cigarettes, depending on, like, the person. I think cigars, if you're, like, top tier, absolutely cigars are the better look. It looks more professional and, like, established, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, cigarettes are more of, like, a rough around the edges, like... Cigarettes tells me you're a working man. Yeah. You know? So I like it when, 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 the, when the boss guys do it. Like, Johnny Sack in, in The Sopranos, right? He's a boss, but he's always smoking cigarettes. Mm. It's like, this guy, he's a man of the people. I feel, yeah, because I feel like when you... If Even though like he's a boss, of... he hasn't lost touch. He's still smoking cigarettes. Right, he's still humble. Whereas Tony, Tony keeps cigars with him, and every once in a while he just lights up a cigar. And there's, okay, I don't know if there's a poster of this, but I want a fucking Tony Soprano poster. There's a, there's a scene where he's he's smoking a cigar and holding an AK, because he's just sitting in his backyard. And I, I don't know if that's a poster, but I want that poster. But, anyway. I don't know. I think the cigarettes are... I mean, just from a lot of the shows that I've watched, like, people that do smoke, like, one of my favorite characters from a show, a dope-ass character, and he's, like, bad as fuck. I mean, he bodies, like, everybody. Yeah. But, like, he smokes cigarettes that he rolls on his own. Now, that's cool. Like, so they're not, like, perfectly straight or anything. Yeah. They're, like... But he always that's has That's the coolest it, cigarette. But he always has smoke. it, like, in his... He always has it, like, in the corner of his mouth, and he'll, like, pull him out of his, like, shirt, and then he'll just, like, throw this kinked-up cigarette in his mouth, and yeah. he'll light it like a match not a lighter but with a match and it's like that's that's the coolest way to smoke right there no yeah it's i was like man i was like that's why i always associate like the cigarette smoking with people that are like down ass characters like yeah. not afraid to get down yeah i like that it is true the higher up they go it seems like if it's a boss like typically they're smoking cigars but i would say in terms of what's cooler i think cigarettes are cooler which is you know teach their own it's an important part of these movies. A lot, of, a lot of guys smoking. All, all the right. time. So I figure we go just a little movie versus fact here real quick. Oh man, um, you got a book. I did not read the entire novel. Timmy's got a gun. I just, uh, I referenced some of it. So, there's some things they don't mention. Which, you know, doesn't necessarily make the movie wrong. But, so apparently, I think, I don't know if in London, if it's one of those countries that you gotta, like you're required to serve... A certain amount of time for your country in the, in the army or whatever. I don't think so. It seems that way, for whatever reason, they were called for service, right? Basically what happens is they walk in and this, this officer is telling them about shining their shoes and how appearance is so important and how you're so lucky to be, you know, in the army and all this shit, right? They just, in the middle of this dude going on this spiel, they just go like, nah. And they just turn and walk out. And then the officer like runs up to him and like, hey, hey, where are you going? I'm like, oh, we don't care for it here. We're off to see our mom. 
And the guy's like, no, you're not going anywhere. And then they, one of them, cracks him in the jaw. Ronnie. Guarantee. Well, they're, they're twins. I guarantee you it's Ronnie. They're twins, right? And so they never, like, reveal who did it. Dude's just on the ground holding his jaw. Dudes walk out, they go to their mom's house, have tea, then they get arrested the next morning. So, and that's where we pick up right here. It's two paragraphs. Next morning, the twins were lined up among the other petty offenders to face the charge of absence without leave and striking an NCO in the lawful exercise of his duty. By Army standards, these were serious charges. The corporal gave his evidence, and normally this would have led to a court-martial. But there would have been something faintly ridiculous about court-martialing a pair of boys for knocking out an NCO on their first afternoon in the Army. There was also a practical difficulty which no one had thought of until that moment. Which of these identical young tearaways landed the actual blow? The corporal wasn't sure, but thought it was the one on the far left. Were you the one who attacked the corporal? The CO asked Private Ronald Cray. No, sir. Well, then it must have been you. Oh, no, sir. Well, one of you did it. <laughs> this was a situation the twins had faced since childhood, and they knew exactly how to act. Did what, sir? Struck this NCO. But which one of us are you accusing, sir? Whichever of you made this cowardly assault. Who did? The twins shrugged their shoulders. An impertinent gesture and a slightly uncanny one, for they did it together. That's, you know. Gold. That would have been a cool one to see in the movie. For sure. Granted, I would imagine, shooting it this way, that <laughs> you probably try to limit as many scenes where you have them both in the shot as possible. Like, I can't imagine how hard that fucking bar fight scene was to shoot. Yeah. And there was the... And you didn't watch the movie, so you're not even going to... You don't even appreciate it. Because this is your department where you're like, oh, CGI, uh, you like jerk off all over it. And you're like, that sucked. I'm not the only one. Charles has his dick out sometimes, too. Uh, no, I'm just saying. It's like your thing to be like, oh, CGI sucked. Well, in this anyway. one, they actually did a really good job with that. because I Right, but the photo. Do you remember when they took the photo with the with Nipper Reed? Yeah. And then Ron, because Ron came in late. And like puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah. and his face like looks like he's got like a light bulb inside him. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little rough. Yeah, that was. I think that was the only. I didn't really pay attention to that, honestly, in that specific moment. Because I was just like, I was like, wrong time, wrong place, buddy. Like, right. Just, it looked like he was like a. He, he looked so computer generated right there. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to be like. An accident. Like a perspective thing, but anyway. Okay, so Ron Ron served his prison sentence, and he was in that asylum, like they said. They arranged one day where Ron Reggie was wearing the same thing as Ron when he when Reggie came to visit him. Mm. And so then Ron got up and left the place, you know, everybody thought he was Reggie. And then Reggie's still sitting there and they're like, Where'd your brother go? He's like, I don't know. And so Ron got out. And then Reggie hadn't technically done anything wrong. It was just like, whoa, we're just wearing the same thing. Or, you know, what, what are you talking about? I, I've been here the whole time. I didn't do anything. So Ron gets out. And apparently the law was if you escaped six months, you had to be recertified insane. Recertified insane. Right. So, you know, he stays out of trouble for six months. And then he only has to finish his prison sentence. And he didn't have to go back in the, uh, in the psych ward or whatever. Yeah. Uh, not exactly how they portrayed it in the movie. No, a little bit but, different. Um, but if you if you want if you notice, so when you first meet Ron, and he's talking about give Ron Cray your fucking sausage, and he's talking about all that shit, right? He's wearing like a shirt and tie, and he's got this like sweater over it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then when Reggie's walking out after they've uh, intimidated the psychiatrist and to San Ron Cray's, you know, of stable mind. Yeah, he was like, this is the most stable person in here or whatever. Reggie's walking out. He's wearing that same shit Ron was wearing. Um, Granted, that's not how it was in the scene where you first meet Ron. They aren't wearing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that was kind of like, I don't know. I would like to think that the wardrobe was kind of like, oh, hey, this happened. Maybe we should just throw it in here. And if someone knows the story, they'll they'll notice it. Or maybe I'm just a cunt. I don't know. Although that's not really being a cunt. That's just making an observation. But anyway. Yeah, kind of sounds pretty cunty to me. It. Well, you, you know what sounds cunty to me? Not watching the movie. All right, so. Well, then. <laughs> Love it. Shots fired. Love it. Um... Angelo Bruno, mob boss in uh, Big Skip. Philadelphia. He was uh, he was the guy making the deal with them on the uh, what we just laid out in the uh, thing here. Uh, the Cray brothers give him protection on the casinos here, and uh, Meyer Lansky was known as the, the mob's accountant, and he had casinos everywhere. Uh, big character in that whole scene. There's a movie about him now on Amazon, made last year. I haven't watched it yet, and I intend to. But Meyer Lansky's a big, important guy. Uh, the rape-slash-abuse scene, according to John Pearson, the author of that book that the movie was based on, that, that did not happen to his knowledge that the abuse was more psychological. Yeah, he would I mean, do things such as uh, talk about killing her and her entire family. As you should. <laughs> Sometimes you got to remind these hoes. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, she didn't like blood. She was uncomfortable with blood. And so sometimes sometimes when she was asleep, he would cut his hand and drip blood all over her face. That's, which doesn't sound like a kind thing to do. That's uh, a little unsanitary. Uh, Jack McVitie was not killed at a party. Ronnie uh, actually held Jack while Reggie stabbed the shit out of him. The movie establishes the motive for Ronnie killing George Cornell. But that was kind of like a... The movie making that. Hmm. The only known possible motive was that Cornell called uh, Ronnie a fat poof years before. And there was no mention of the twins' brother, Charles, who was an older brother for them. And I guess he was, like, relatively involved. Wasn't a huge... It, the story is obviously the twins. Right. More so. Okay, but, I will uh, say this, though. The whole, like, rape thing... Like, that in the movie was never really... It, to me, it just sounded like he was beating up on her. Because she, I mean, at the next scene, she has, like, a black eye and stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. So that's what, I, I mean, that's what I took But that's it. what it seemed, that, that it seems that's what the people interpreted it as. Was that he was right? I mean, she was, like, getting undressed and stuff. That's so fair. Maybe that's why people interpreted it that way. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that scene? Oh, sorry. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're just here for fun. I'm here for more support. Uh, that's also, good, that's I would good. like to say uh, Paul Bettany's little bit. I was literally just about to say that. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I was like, I heard him as the judge or whatever, and I was like, yo, like this court is so fucking ridiculous. Man, why is Jarvis here? Yeah, I was like, Jarvis? So Paul like, Bettany, voice of Jarvis, played Vision. Yep, and all the Avengers stuff that he was in. Indeed. Uh, also, apparently judges didn't use gapples in the UK that time so it's funny that he was using one in his little makeshift courtroom thing but anyways no leading the witness 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, that is the most crooked courtroom I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, okay, so Ronnie. Thoughts on Ronnie. First of all, Tom Hardy. He's great. Fucking fantastic okay. in this movie. So I made, I had a pretty solid list on Ronnie and Reggie, like the differences between them. So Ronnie was more like, I felt like he was more impulsive than Reggie was. Schizophrenia will do that yeah, to you. Yeah, so he was definitely, <laughs> he was a lot more impulsive. He was a lot more violent. And his tendencies to, like, lash out was, like, he was very, like, it seemed like he was very short-fused. And he was not, like, organized in the slightest. He wasn't, like, premeditated or calculated. It was just, like, impulse for him. And it was, like... they Anugu! Yeah, like, the difference between them was, like, day and night. And uh-huh. it was, like, it was insane. I was, like, man, like, Tom did, like, such a good job, though, like, playing this unstable character. And I liked it a lot. I couldn't understand a lick of what he was saying. Like he did, like I, I was like, look, I, I've never heard such like a hillbilly like English accent, and it was just, it was insane. Like I was like, I swear, like even if I put on subtitles, I probably would have been like, there's no way he just fucking said that, because it did not at all sound like he was making actual words. But yeah, he's he's different, that's for sure. Like um, Reggie's Reggie's speech is like so much more pronunciation and like just more clear Hmm. and ron's just like mumbling that's all it is it's like mumbling and he never like actually like opens his mouth to speak things he just kind of says it like through his teeth yeah and i drove me fucking bananas the whole fucking movie i was like oh my god stop talking i like when ron walks the donkey through the casino that was the best he had a fucking little suit on it and everything yeah that was gold just really, really showing you what what an unhinged guy he was. Yeah, like dude's brain, bag full of cats. Like he should have never been out of that psych ward. Like, and he wasn't taking that medicine. That he they was gave not him, taking that medicine. Which is why he was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like that Francis narrates the movie. Yeah, I usually, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Honestly, I usually don't. Uh, I usually focus more on like reading subtitles and like watching what's going on. I caught, like, a little bit in the beginning, and then I just, like, stopped paying attention to her voice, honestly. Like, I just tuned it out. Usually the person narrating's gotta survive. You would expect. Right, so, like, what we were having a narrator from the dead, that was a little goofy to me. Especially because we're telling... If we were telling some fucking ghost... Weird ghost story, okay, fine, have the ghost narrated, but, like... Mm-hmm. It this- makes more sense if she was, like, the main protagonist... But she wasn't. Right, she's like, barely even involved in the story. It, like, I, in the beginning, she was more involved, and then towards, like, the middle, she was less and less involved. Right. Oh, so, like, John Pearson wrote that book. Like, he's the guy that spent, like, a lot of time with the guy. The, the, the twins wanted their story kind of um, told. Mm. And so then, you know, they hired John Pearson to, like, follow him around and let them tell him stories and all that shit, and... Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that just, like, some dude with, like, a good voice, they would have uh, narrated, not Francis, who dies before the story's even over. Right. I, I would have actually enjoyed hearing, like, Keith David <laughs> there you go. narrate something like this, because he's just got the voice for it. Sure. That works. You know, or Ving Rhames. Yeah. It's just the narration on that on those two people would be solid as fuck. Speaking of Francis, so she's laying there on that table in the morgue and he comes back to give her the rings. Mm. He definitely saw her breathing. 
I always look for that in like movies and shows and stuff where they show like dead characters breathing and i was eye twitching yeah like the eye flutter because it's like there's you can't control that like if somebody like touches your face or something or your like your eyes or whatever it may be like it's natural even if your eyes are closed to like that motion and i'm like i always look for it it's just like you i don't know you would think they could be like hey hold your breath and then, like, you know, if they got to cut around and, like, do a couple takes, whatever. Right. Well, yeah. about 15 seconds. Yeah. Let's always, get this shot. I always do that for, uh... Okay, do it some more and we'll get this shot. I don't know. That's how I feel when I watch, like, NCIS. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, they're always, like, looking at dead people and shit. And I, like, watch them, like, laying there on the like, autopsy table and I'm just, like, getting closer and closer to the TV and I'm, like... Catching nose. Yeah, I'm, like, TV. fucking nose up against the TV and I'm, like... <coughs> I'm, like... She just almost blinked. <laughs> she blinked. Like, she blinked. Like, I can't tell if she blinks, but this person's made up of red, green, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> These dots are hurting my eyes. <laughs> uh, and like, it's, uh, okay, yeah, super bad special effects, blah, 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 on the, just on that photo. Uh, the fight scene between the two of them. Gold. Had, was great. It was gold. I can't imagine what a nightmare that was to shoot. Imagine just, just like, two. yeah, like, like, especially when he was like, you never put, what do you say? He's like, you never go for a man's jewels, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, imagine how many takes, like, having to clean up and reset everything. And, like, especially if somebody broke character, like, laughed or something. Like, uh-huh. just that whole fucking thing. I was like, I would have laughed. I was just thinking more physically of just, like, because, like, you got to shoot this whole, so you got to have a body double. Yeah. Like, the whole scene. You got to shoot all of Ron's FaceTime. And then you got to shoot all of Reggie's FaceTime. And they're going all around the bar, and they're throwing bottles. I mean, shooting and then editing all that together mm. just had to be a fucking nightmare. Absolutely. And then, for for Tom Hardy to be as legit as he was with it all, like having to shoot both sides of it. It's a lot of work. He, he's the fucking man in this movie. He did such a great job. I love how... <laughs> Ron picked up the bottles and he was Reggie was like, no, no bottles. And he, like, bottle. he, he, he like, put, put it, it back, back down. Ice, I was yeah. like, yo, he really just, like, that's like, like, their bond is like so ridiculous because it's like love, hate, but it's like they never go to the point where you would like expect most people's sibling fights. Until then, Ron threw the bottles yeah, just and then a minute later. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when he threw the bottle at Reggie and Reggie ducked and, and hit, hit the lady? lady? I was yeah. like, oh. Just blasted all bottle open on her side. I was like, that poor lady. Uh, yeah. Is that Harold's Barkley out there? What's up, Blair? Right, we're back. We got we got we got Harl's Barkley on hey. board now. Hey, I'm here. Uh, where were we? Uh, okay, I got through our last note bar of fight. Uh, yeah the bar fight. Talked about Marlansky. Are you familiar with Legend? I'm Legend, yeah. I like him. No, 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 just Legend. <laughs> just Legend? Tom Hardy plays two dudes. Tom the Cray twins from London. Uh, true story. True story. Gangsters in London. Gangsters in London. 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 Yeah, London. No, no, no. Yeah. Luncheon. Yeah, it's great. It's it's Tom Hardy. Luncheon. Luncheon. That's what it is. Luncheon. Tom Hardy goes to a luncheon with... Uh, uh, yeah, his other brothers. Yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah, they're gangsters he's also, in London. I'm very, he's also I'm very familiar from, with this movie. Legend. We can no, just chug along. Good. No, it's all good. I'll just, I'll just observe right now. 
Ah, there's two of us. Who <laughs> <laughs> didn't know? Who else didn't watch it? Dakota. He didn't watch. Oh, that's well, okay because he didn't watch this one, but then he didn't watch the next one. So, well, what's the next one? <laughs> Made. But then you and I are going oh, to do that, uh, From Russia with Love. So, is that a show? It was a. It's a movie. It's starring uh, John Fav, written, directed, starring John Favreau, and then Vince Vaughn is in it. Totally. And it's another mob. We're, we're doing Mob March here. This is start of Mafia March. Well, I was gonna call, but I was like, Starbucks is so expensive. I don't even have the capital to pay for like that. Jesus. So we're on. So we're on. We're on, yeah, we're on Legend. Legend. Okay. We're, we're, we're uh, in a bar fight scene? Yeah. Is that what I heard? Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it's it good. Really so, it gets complicated because, you know, you got Tom Hardy playing two dudes. So, I can't imagine the nightmare it was to shoot that scene of, like, you gotta have the body double, you gotta shoot all the FaceTime for uh, Ronnie Cray, you know, you gotta shoot that whole fight scene from that perspective, and then you gotta shoot all the fight scene from the Reggie perspective. Could you imagine looking at Tom Hardy's fucking face that many goddamn times? editing this movie I would lose my fucking mind I'd be like buddy you did a great job but I cannot see you again for at least 10 years you gotta imagine it's just some hermit that's just he's probably in a mental asylum right now and Venom is he's watching Venom like seeing that's all he sees (laughs) (laughs) anyway alright so uh, yeah that's pretty interesting though it's a fantastic movie he does a fantastic job with it Charles and I have been sucking his dick the whole time saying how good he is oh boy I watched it um he what? What'd you want? Ten minutes? No. Twenty minutes? You no, fell asleep, right? Yeah, I did fall asleep like what? fifteen minutes in. Fifteen minutes in. Talking about so you so you met Ronnie Cray. Give I Ron Cray your fucking sausage. The 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 characters are in the first fifteen minutes. That's about it. Okay. And it's kind of fuzzy because I was laying in bed watching it. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is based on truth. So that's the cool thing about it is uh, the Cray twins were real people. They're insane. Obviously, they're, they're, they're the wow. gangsters. I mean, it's the London version of the mob. Are they insane though? Or are they just Ron, Ronnie Cray is insane? Ronnie's he's, he's bad commit shit like insane. bad shit insane. Legitimately insane. Yes, oh, okay. dude's brain is back full. Cats. Paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I got you. All right. Yeah. So he's really, really off the chain. He's off the chain. Yeah. Uh, so I was on to the quotes. No, it's quotes. a little soon for the quotes, but um, it's a little early, but I'll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, this guy didn't watch it, and then, then you didn't watch the other thing, so who's ours the, will probably uh, be short, and then yours will probably be like short. So. Who's like the strong arm in the room right now? Who's like the one controlling the pace? Who's like, who's like allowing, you're allowing things to happen? Okay, I got you. So you're the, you're the alpha right now? Okay. Shows up, gets yeah. all the free liquor, controls the pace. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so, just the quotes. Uh, go on. Just how casually... How casually they say, you know, fuck off in London is great. So just fuck off in every iteration. My favorite, you know, they give he gives him instruction. Okay, go on, fuck off. Yeah. It's, it's such a British cliche, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. That's just like cliche. cunt. It's like, oh, fuck off. Like, I, yeah, yeah, listen. I go played, on, fuck off. I played or, a lot or, of or, or, or with, mate. with dudes from the UK. Mate, man. Yeah. I've never heard once them. I mean, fuck off. I've never heard that. You know, I've, right. I've heard the movie been, a million times. So I've been I mean, called a wanker plenty of times. He I does mean, say wanker. Call him wanker? He says, yeah, <laughs> he says, don't swear in my club, wanker. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's funny. Uh, yeah. Well, like, this, this was back, like, 60s. Xbox 360. You're oh. <laughs> talking about Xbox. No, the, Xbox the, in the, the 60s. Here we go. The wanker thing. Uh-huh. Like, back when, if you got on Xbox Live at any time, like, 
any oh, 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. You always seem to catch the time when a lot of British, like a lot of people from England were on. Yeah. So like you play like GTA or Halo, yeah. and you just be in a lobby and it's fucking. As soon as I hear you from North Carolina, it is bloody wanker. I'm like, what the fuck? The biggest <laughs> issue right now, though, is that when you play with people from the EU, they now all sound the same. I can't fucking pinpoint a single guy. Unless you're speaking fucking French or a different language, <laughs> I cannot pinpoint oui, oui. where the fuck you're oui, oui. I tried. Even a dude, I swore it was like an Irish accent. I was like, you're from Ireland. He's like, not even fucking close. He was from like Poland. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so. Interesting. Yeah, so I can't even tell who's British anymore, so. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Anyway, so that's way away from the. No, no. I mean, if I do my, if I, the accents I've always like, I feel like no matter what accent I try to imitate, it always just turns into Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll start off a little British, mate, and then I get told that that sounds more Australian than it does British. That's definitely British. And then like, and then the long, and the longer I talk, the more just like, hey Holmes, like, (laughs) hey Holmes, what's up, fool? The easiest way to like uh, do like a quick British is like uh, just don't pronounce your R's. So like butter, a butter, yeah. you know what I mean? There's right, a right. Little, you know, it's like little good, 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 kind of. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was just when he when he mentioned the Xbox days, I was like, it just took like me back. The 60s? The, the, yeah, 60s. Yeah, like the whole like as soon as you got online at a certain point, it was just oh, like man. mad races. Oh. oh <laughs> yes. Modern was, Warfare 2. Nah, dog. That like, was like an everyday occurrence. Like, I mean, oh, it, was, yeah. it was gold, though. Like, that was... Like, I saw yeah, that you know post on Facebook, you, and it was yeah. like the moon cricket thing. Oh, my God. I was like, bro, I don't even know what a moon cricket is. It's like... <laughs> you go- yeah, what's the, it's like when you gotta Google, Google your insult. Yeah. yeah. I was like, bro, he just called you a slave that sings hymns at night. That's, like, that's what a moon cricket is. I was like, that's that's kind of fucked up. That's pretty deep. Like, that's, that goes around like a... That was a very a knowledgeable thing. insult. For sure, yeah. You gotta know your history. For like, I, you really had to read some shit. I wasn't about to read that shit. Uh, uh, yeah, so, another quote. I'm alright. I can't complain. <laughs> oh, you're pouring a shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, the whole table moved a little bit. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's not. I need a better table. By the way, so, I'm uh, all right. for I the can't, audience, this oh, is yeah. a card table. It's a, yeah, it's not a it's great... It's a card table. It's yeah. uh, flimsy and... I mean, it looks nice, though. But he's got the audacity to make us use coasters. Bastard. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Just... <laughs> now, now we've got an issue. I just have coasters. It's a, no, that's they're, fair. they're not required. No, that's fair. They're well, at this point... They're I'm actually like... a gift from you, so Were what's they? that saying? Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> Some days are absolutely required. I'm not so, strong armoring the room. So what's that say? Um, it says he's a bitch. <laughs> Reggie says, I'm all right. I can't complain. Who'd fuck, but who fucking listen? In the club. Okay, so, so how are you, Reg? Do you have the quote with the comparison between them, where he's talking about Reggie's the pretty one? Oh, I almost wrote it down, but I thought you guys okay. would think it was stupid. So I, I thought it was funny it because okay, like, well I did too, but I I thought you guys would be like, oh, that's fucking dumb. No, no, but then no. he didn't even watch it. So. Okay, so do you remember the whole? <laughs> thing? Do you remember the whole line, whole line though? It's something like, give me a second here. He goes because I really want to say, you know, I really want to tell him. Do you think funny. we look alike? I'm like, yeah, like. Oh, don't f- no, you don't. Don't lie. You think he's beautiful, and I look like I got a face like a gorilla's arse. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like a gorilla's ass. I was oh, like, I, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> a gorilla's a, ass, huh? Yeah, it's a, what like, a comparison. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, mind you, I also love the whole like British gang things, like back in like the twentieth century. Like I felt like that was their prime. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, it was just the way they operated. Yeah, there was a. Absolutely. 
there was a show on, I think it was AMC, Gangs of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Like had Leonardo DiCaprio in it, right? Oh, that's no. a movie called Gangs of New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's on my that's HBO list, Gangs of London. And uh, it had the chick from Game of Thrones, the one who played the mom. I don't know. I know, you, I know you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Nope. Okay, well... She was from, I was like, all right, this is going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, fucking, I just didn't like it. Like, the, the main... like Edder, she blonde? Edder, what he said. Was she blonde? I thought he said, was she, was she black? I'm like, no, probably not in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Have you watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, yeah. she was... Uh, her name was Kat in the show. But I don't know the actress's name. Was she the one that was just getting thrown all over the place? No, by, she was uh, an old lady. Like, okay. she was, like, in the first two seasons. Lady. She gets tragically murdered. Spoiler alert. Ah. But, like... As of most older women do. No, I was kidding. Yeah, I mean, it's Game of Thrones for fuck's sake. But, dude, uh, not to mention, remember Amelia Clark from Terminator Salvation? Yes. And, like, Wait. how she was hot. She's Sarah Connor in that. Oh, yeah. Amelia Clark? That's the chick from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones right? Yeah. That's what made me think of it. So I was like, I, I want to see her boobs. Yeah, because like she looks really hot. I didn't see her. She looks really hot in Terminator Salvation. We'll go watch fucking Game of Thrones. Well, okay, so then I, I, I so then shit. I look it up, and it's a fucking rape scene with Jason Momoa, and I'm oh, like, well, yeah. these are well, this is this is not feel good boobs. This is I mean, okay. Hold this on, is hold on, boobs. hold on. Time out. We're gonna take a really big. I actually watched the show though. There are two instances of Amelia Clark boobs. One is in a rape scene. And one, her you know brother, like, exposes her breasts and is like, do you like these? <laughs> it's a really, it's weird as fuck, the whole thing. Right? I mean, so back, then, no it was, back, back then it was normal. I mean, it's a fantasy. It's not so even back then. It's some weird made-up thing by some fat yeah, guy. Yeah, but I mean, in it's Gladiator, like, dude was trying to, like, So there's no, like, feel-good boobs. I mean, there's still, there's still no real feel-good boobs, but there's presentable boobs, you know what I mean? And later right. in the show, I think she shows them again. But she's on fire. It's so, pretty badass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Definitely moves the story forward, as she said in the interview. Huh. But we've got people out and now she doesn't Googling. do it. Now she doesn't do it anymore. Boobs. Well, of course, dude. Because you know how much she got paid for those boobs? Yeah, a lot. Uh, I'm like, shut now. up, bitch. Let me see your nipples. So like, no. Uh, <laughs> Holy guacamole. <laughs> no, so segue, you were saying, like, not feel good boobs. The You remember that movie, The Last House on the Left? Uh, no. Okay, so I, I yeah I don't remember like the whole thing. I, 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 I watched watch I watched that movie one time with this fucking clown, and like the girl was like just getting raped, and he's like, I swear to God, he had the audacity to look at me and go, "Is it bad if this scene kind of turns me on?" And I was like, Buddy. <laughs> like at that at that day, like I was like, this friendship should go no further. <laughs> and yet here you are. <laughs> yeah. That was that was what like twenty twelve. <laughs> Yeah. That was ten years ago. At least <laughs> I didn't learn from my mistakes. You never will. On the subject of Ronnie, there we go. I thought you were about to say on the subject of of rape. No, no, no. I don't got anything yeah, else on rape. Yeah, we should. You sure? About that. Uh, or no, I guess I'm premature on saying the subject of Ronnie. He's in the bar with Francis, and he tells her, "Center of the Earth can be anywhere you like." That's not funny. I just it's kind of cheesy. I think it's I, I, I think it's a decent that, line. What does that mean? What does it mean? It means you don't have to... Well, to me, my interpretation... Yeah, you tell your interpretation. Just, you don't have to always have this bigger thing you're after. Wherever you're at. You oh, okay. Know, center of the earth is where you want... Just, you know, can be wherever you want it to be. Interesting. I look Incredibly right here. wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, cheesy, but yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, because yeah, she, okay. she's stuck on I think on it's a good line. Oh, sure. It's got meaning yeah. behind it, yeah. Well, she was stuck on wanting to stay in that, like, area, though, right? On not wanting to stay there. And, okay, not wanting to stay. Yeah, that's... And he was saying he's he okay with that. it, because he's a gangster, and he wants her there, and yeah, yeah. 
Well, he's yeah. he rules London, and so he's like, "Well, just stay here with me, baby." You know, the whole right. thing. Okay. But you know, in so many words, yeah. center of the earth can be wherever you want it to be. Anyway, word. Uh, paranoid, paranoid schizophrenic walks into a bar. Uh oh. Is this a joke? Yes. You have to watch the movie to understand the joke. Oh, okay. Is that like when he like walks into a bar and they're up? about to fight like. Like, I don't know, what, like six, six seven dudes? people yeah. think they're about to beat up on Reggie because his brother came in, and like they have like pipes and shit. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie's like, he's angry. He's got his he's got guns in his, his shirt, his and he's like in his jacket, and he's like he's like I came here for and he like he's spits. like spitting. He's like fucking shootout with some proper fucking gangsters. Is that Tom Hardy? Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's Ronnie and Reggie. Uh, yeah. It was funny, because he got mad and just stole And he leaves, off. and so then, you know, he's like, he's sitting there drinking the beer, he's like, yeah, hey, see all the iron in the beer? He's like bullshitting with him until Ronnie comes back in, and Ronnie kind of sneaks in, he's got hammers. And so then he's like, he's like, you don't mind if I fight back, do you? And he puts fucking brass knuckles on, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna fight dirty. That's why I brought these. You can ask a question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this gets into spoiler territory, but the way you're making me—I mean, this whole—this is a spoiler podcast. Oh, okay. It's all well, good. The way you're making it sound to me, and I've never seen this movie. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a Fight Club feel to it. Are they the same person? No, no, not the same person in the slightest. No, it's a true story. it's a true story about okay, gangster thought, twins and that, dude. That just sounds so like the fights. I would say yes, are Fight Club e. If that right. makes sense. Well, Fight Club didn't have weapons though. No, but it was like the the way like. The fights were a little bit violent, and it was more like that's what I. Reggie's a badass. Well, no, just like the way it was, the way it sounded to me was like he's at the bar chilling, and dude comes in with hammers. Paranoid schizophrenic. Paranoid schizophrenic. Right. Paranoid schizophrenic. I got you. No, I got you. That's gonna be like at the end. It's like he finds out. Like I don't know. One of them finds out. Like holy fuck! I've been the same person. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like that sounds. But then, like the true story thing, it's like that would be. Dude, I just had a great idea. Dude, was it bodacious? Bodacious, dude. I got a bodacious plan right now. I just had a great podcast idea. Okay, what if we change the whole format? Oh my god, here we go. It's still movies, but only two of us watch the movie, and then two of us got to explain to the person that didn't watch the movie. Either any three of us, we can take shifts. Okay, so let me give you a list. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then the two of us. If it, like, like, let's say we, okay, it's your week to not watch the movie. We watch fucking something you've never seen before, and we gotta explain it to you. We gotta explain the plot, explain the characters. No, dude, that's like the worst conversation I ever have. Any, any day walking around, I hate that conversation with anybody because I cannot follow somebody telling me a story like really quickly. And I know no, not quickly. Like, we got listen, an hour. But listen, <laughs> dude, it's pretty much like the you haven't seen that podcast, dude. <laughs> So I'm open to I'm that. open to changing the name. <laughs> you know what I'm I, saying it's just, Dakota. You know what okay, I'm saying? so oh, you I'm just being honest. Just hey, I've made the point before that it's like, no, oh, you no. haven't seen that. We shouldn't say that. It's like lottery odds. All right, yeah, but he might not be the greatest at explaining things. Uh, that's what I'm here for, Dakota. <laughs> Listen, listen, look, when you play Xbox, Dakota, explain to me the plot of Halo Three right now. Bad guy joins good guy Jesus to defeat bad guys. 
That's and, pretty good. And then that's, that's pretty good. That's what I'm here for. I'll throw some sprinkle some details in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm, I'm just saying. Green that. man joins tall alien man to defeat bigger aliens. See, I'm 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 kind of lost actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't imagine right. play, imagine I don't playing right. Halo with him on an Xbox, and it's like he's like, "Hey, I need your help from here." And it's like, fact, "Bro, where is here?" Hold on, real quick question, man. Are you playing Halo Infinite? Yeah. I Are you playing multiplayer? No, I haven't played it yet. We talk. I feel like we talked about this last. Dude, this time. is insane. I, I, I have not had this conversation. Do you don't have Wi-Fi or something? No, nah, buddy. What you mean? We on that? We got shit internet. Shit. Got shit internet. Anyway, we got ain't got no motherfucking Wi-Fi. I'm about to say it's 2027, man. It's like you know. 2027. Did I miss something? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of hot. The R. Kelly man? Is that what, what you're saying? What'd you... <laughs> Come on, man. Next! Okay. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> right, so, Ronnie, they have the they have a meeting with Angelo Bruno and some guys uh, about them coming over. The Crays are going to give them protection uh, to run their casinos on this side the of, cost of, of the pond. Of the... the casinos. They call it the pond. Um, I don't know why. As, you know, I know it's a thing that people say. Everything's I'm a pond over spend, there. I'm not going to spend... Can we look the... up if they know what a lake is? <laughs> <laughs> Are they familiar with oceans in yeah. London? Can y'all not uh, spell that? So anyway, Ronnie, Ronnie's gay and he said, they said, hey, if you're ever in... He says, hey, if you're ever in Philly, you know, fix you up with, fix you up with some spaghetti and meatballs, maybe a nice Italian girl. And Ronnie's like, I prefer boys. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Like, I said I prefer boys. Italians, actually. Sometimes Greek, but I am not prejudiced. No, because I happen to have had a Negro once. And a Tahitian who I bent up like a pretzel. I really fucking heard him. That yeah. accent is impeccable, buddy. Your oh, accent, his, that, his, his accent is so perfect. If you watch it's the bad. movie, it's it's not far off because you... He talks very Neanderthal. Yeah. He still has the accent, but he's very, like... Like I said, Tom Hardy's like I said, Tom Hardy's fantastic in this movie because he plays two whole different people and he really just gets everything down on both of them. It's good stuff. That's cool. They're day and night differences. Ronnie does not use like his lips or open his mouth for pronunciation. He's always he's always got it's yes. kind of like Bella out there oh, with the dude. stupid underbite. He's yeah. always got his yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's always also, showing his gums. His yeah, his teeth. Ronnie's teeth are fucked up and Reggie's teeth are not. So I like how. Or like, bro, if you know, if you watch real too. close, they make it look like Reggie's got like one maybe missing here and like here. Yeah, and then because he's got like the front like too, big. and then yeah, Ron's gums are little. huge. Uh, yeah, and that's how he speaks, like how Bella looks. <laughs> yeah, he uh, speaks yeah. like my dog looks. Yeah, that's yeah that'll exact, work. That's yeah. the best comparison I can come up with. <laughs> Let me try to get a picture here. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so two of us have seen the movie, so uh, I guess two of us will review it. What'd you tell you what? Yeah. How many stars do you give uh, the movie wow. we just described uh, to you that you watched honestly, and are only the second half of? <laughs> honestly, the way you're making, you were kind of selling it for real. Yeah, uh, you know, I was kind of. You did miss the part where I was saying the story because so it's based on this book. Now, granted, oh, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is obviously obviously after the movie came out because Tom Hardy's on the front of it. Is so that's them. That. Uh, that's, right, that's, that's Tom Ronnie Hardy playing the two of them, yeah. Dude, I thought they were going to look a lot more badass than that. Hey, uh, you made them sound a lot grittier. Oh, just watch, you watch the movie, though. Why do they look so fucking... 
professional. Yeah. They look like hitmen. They look more like hitmen. That's what I'm saying. They look like hitmen. But that's that mafia just, shit, man. They yeah. wear those suits. They go that's around the and they, you yeah. know, they fuck your shit up. But I'm thinking like, I don't know. I don't want to. All right. I've not seen it. Not read it. All right. Don't judge a book by its cover. Am I right, ladies? All right. So. Um, Am I right, right ladies? ladies? What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll give it a 3.7. All right. Out of five. Cool. How do you describe? How, how would you rate the movie we just described to you? Uh, by rate, you mean rate the back of my eyelids while it was playing in the background? No, the movie we just described to you. It must be hard being down. <laughs> I don't know. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, play boy. It's Ooh. hard. It's hard. <laughs> We're still waiting on numbers. All right, you don't have to. I don't have a rating. Okay, that's fair. Charles, what would you give it, buddy? I give it four out of five stars. I yep. actually really enjoy. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why you hit my foot? Why is your foot on the other side of any fucking ways? You know what? I'm not doing this. <laughs> so don't I engage. Give, I, don't I engage. It, I, I I give the movie four out of five stars. I liked it a lot. Uh, I love the old timey like UK gangster vibe. You gotta do eggplants. Don't know. I'm not. Don't what would you that. do real quick? What would you do out of ten though? I want to hear out of ten. Out of ten. Out of eggplants. 10. Yeah. This movie. Exactly. And you can use like a point, a decimal system. 8.5? Oh, an 8.5? Give it an 85%? Out of 10? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I felt like it was really good. I think yeah. it could have went without having uh, Francis narrate it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I wish they would have covered a little bit of the differences, like you were saying, from the book to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like military mm-hmm. thing. Because the way that they made it seem is, I remember them talking about like the bombs being dropped on like London and stuff. And like World War II, which mm-hmm. means that they had to be alive for that. And then based on that took place in what, the sixties? So I would have assumed they would have been born like early forties, maybe even uh, like yeah, late thirties, right? Would actually be I think maybe nice. it's like first page of the first chapter. The first chapter? In nineteen twenty nine. Okay, so, so shit. Wait, okay. This is when this is That's when they were born. And, oh, yeah, so they were like... So they were, yeah, well alive well, for well, World War II. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 31 in 1960, yeah. Yeah, so Good year. that makes sense. Too young to fight, though, so they were just, they just like, were in, like, bomb shelters. And yeah, because they were talking about the bomb shelters, and they were like, yeah, we just stood here. And one of them, I think he just, like... They're saying they, they knew if they got to the light pole, then they were, like, within, like, a certain distance, distance of the, the shelter. shelter. Yeah. Like the air raid shelters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was, was like, interesting. Could you imagine? That would be crazy. I mean... We, as Americans, we usually, never most of the time, we've issue. never had, even our families, you know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, but like, all of our families have never had to, like, deal with being air raided, you know what Right. I mean? We've never had to do a war. The only like, thing, plus... like, like, probably like Middle Eastern immigrants, Asian immigrants, you know what I mean? Like, and European, I mean, anybody who's directly from, like, anywhere besides America has dealt with. In the last hundred years. Being fucking bombed. Yeah. Except, unless you're from Hawaii. Maybe not Canada. Too that's, soon? that's too soon? Yeah, too that's still soon? the last hundred years, but you know. I mean, dude, I don't mean. I mean, unless you were at the World Trade Center in the nineties. No, nine eleven was a national tragedy. That was that was not the nineties. Eh? No. Why'd you laugh? Yeah, at I was no, like, he's why'd you laugh like, at that? He's talking. Okay. Why did you laugh at that? Because he said George Bush said. I ain't talking about nine eleven though. No, we're talking about the World Trade Center. The World Trade Center national tragedy. Yeah, they bombed no, he, the parking garage of the, the World Trade Center thinking that would bring the towers down. Yeah, it was bombed in the early... Well, no, Why are you guys late laughing that, What do you mean? you telling me that telling me that George W. Bush didn't have all the the Infinity Stones to snap his fingers <laughs> and the, the shit was gone? <laughs> well, at least one of the towers would have been there. Psh, no, 
Not when he snapped twice. No. I mean, they both kind of disappeared, like when you snap your fingers. Sorry. Dust and all. That was the best meme I've ever seen. Jet fuel doesn't melt. We know. We all know. Rabbit the story. hole. Okay. We oil. all know the story. Oh, here oil, we go. Oil, Middle real East. Quick, real quick. Real one. quick. About rabbit holes. Uh, JFK. I'm getting caught in YouTube rabbit holes lately. I think uh, it's oh, so yeah. easy. Dude, I'm getting JFK the scary down part the towers. I oh, hate yeah, it, yeah. dude. But I'm so addicted to it. I get so spooked, dude. <laughs> I swear, man. I dude, I get so scared. I, I'll be walking out because they put evil music over it and then <laughs> they say so some eerie shit. Ominous. And it's yeah. just this guy talking. They know. They know what they're doing. There's no jump scares. He's like, I will now show you the video. You're like, oh, this is. And then it's just some creepy ass shit, and like I'm already getting goosebumps. It's yeah. like an ambiance. Dog, I've seen one where it was like, they were talking about like some sewer uh, monster, and I was like, and it like peeked around the corner or some shit. And I was like, what channel would you be watching? Check this out. I'll tell you in a second. There was one. The video of the guy, he comes on and he says, I will now show you the goat that screams like a man. And I think it wasn't. There's a game. They they made a game off of that. This goat. Walks up and then just starts screaming. Oh my god, I'm getting fucking goosebumps. Man, it looks so real. And I know it's not. I know it's not real. But it's, it just haunts me, dude. It's the creepiest shit I think I've ever seen in my life. I swear. I, and I usually don't get. I'm, you know, actually, matter of fact, I fucking hate ghosts. I don't like scary movies, any of that shit. Like, I don't like the whole, like, scare me type of thing. But I'm getting addicted to it. Uh. It's such a, like, Terrible place to be in YouTube. Yeah, that rabbit hole on YouTube. Have you, is... have you seen that video? You said there was a video game based on. So there was a video game that was kind of like that, and it's like one of those scary games where it's like the like the urban legend, like the myth, yeah. like monster deal yeah. going on. Yeah. It was like it could like mimic people's voices uh, and stuff, and you gotta like. We should uh, we yeah, should play some like, real life Slenderman. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> so what channels? What channels? Dude, um. What's some of the big ones you watch? Man, I couldn't even... Man, what the fuck is that guy's name? He's like, I there's one of them. I gotta look him up. I don't really know. Like, I'm just subscribed to him, you know what I mean? There's one of them that, like, he'll, he'll go through, like, these, like, weird things, like, around, or, like on the internet and stuff like that Dude, that people yeah, have posted. yeah, we're watching the same thing. Um, yeah, I'll tell you like, his name. Nexpo, I think his name was. His channel's name is. But he has some fucking creepy shit on there. <clears throat> like, videos, like, people have uploaded where they're just, like, they'll be, like, uh... You know, like, one of them was in the middle of nowhere, Nevada. Like, a small little town. Of pe- these people stopped it in a hotel to sleep for a night on a road trip. Yeah. They said they got woken up, like, 2 o'clock in the morning to this this woman screaming, like, like she was being murdered. And they, like, they were recording it out, their, out the door of the hotel, and you could just hear it echoing around the area. But you couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I went down one That's fucking little... creepy. I can't find it, but the one guy... It sounds exactly like what you're saying. He does like he'll go to Reddit. Yeah, like Reddit. Yeah, he'll go to Reddit. And then and wait, wait, and then shit. and then he'll be like, and he'll be like, let's take a look. Yeah, and then it's some creepy shit, dude. Yeah, really it's the same shit. shit. <laughs> There's this one video that I watched, man, and it's like it's not even it doesn't have to be anything over the top. And sometimes monsters. This guy would be like a YouTube channel full of random lights and sequences, and literally it's just like a bunch of like. Like epileptic seizure inducing type mm. of shit, you know what I mean? And then like this YouTube channel like posts like millions of fucking videos and nobody can figure out why. And that's just like super creepy to me. You know. And the guy makes it unbelievably creepy. My like, like it's some nefarious the ominous sound. Though. Ominous sounds and it's some nefarious fucking computer demon 
coming to like steal your information or something, dude. People, my, uh, people have reported their phones freaking out after watching these videos. My rabbit hole that start was started my rabbit hole one day, which led me to that channel, was something popped up on my suggested YouTube videos of like like intercepted like shortwave radio transmissions to have like cryptic messages in it. You know, they used to use shortwave radios uh, transmission for spies in different countries because they travel continents. Shortwave uh, travels continents, so you can just broadcast something from Russia yeah. to a spy in America, and they could pick up. It's just creepy. Like it'd be it'd be like stagnant in here, just like Russian numbers spoke a couple times, and just be stacking static again for yes. Yes, dude, I've seen that. Like, yes, <laughs> it is fucking weird. It's creepy. It's so creepy, man. And it led me down a rabbit hole. And now it's I'm... six o'clock in the morning after you've yeah, worked, you're like still you're sitting like, there with your phone like, like two inches from your damn, face, yeah. and then the sun's coming out, and you're like, oh god damn it, yeah, yeah. I went on one once where it was like, and I was convinced Tupac was still alive, and I was like, I need <laughs> to never do that ever again. He is alive. What do you mean? <laughs> hey, that could very. I'm open to it. Uh, you just need to hear. A, He's know, gonna be on the Super Bowl halftime show. Pro- what? Dude, that'd be that a hell of a way. Awesome. <laughs> just like, like, come back. Right. By the way, Tupac is back, uh, yeah, and he's just I'm... old as shit. <laughs> just, they don't address it. Everybody's like, "Wait, yeah, is like, that? Is, he got, like, is that really?" He's like, I spent so much time in a hole underneath Antarctica. Yeah, <laughs> Antarctica. That I just I when became... people think you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, that Chappelle skit where he said, he said, you know how Tupac would be coming out with new albums, like, even now? Yeah. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, if the dude doesn't quit bumping the table, yeah. the record's gonna skip, gonna, gonna skip, skip, gonna skip. skip. Yeah. I told you, Stop quit hitting the, the table. table. <laughs> <laughs> she got a doodle stain on her back. Oh, wait, it might. Oh, no, he's, 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 like, he's got a doodle stain on his back. back. Oh, wait, it, it might, might be doodle. <laughs> <laughs> He's a run up with your crew like CJ from San Andreas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then he like corrects it. He's like, yeah. talking about the dude out in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, you, probably you probably ain't heard you, about him. He said something about like a man. Because he's, yeah, he said something about yeah, Bush. Like, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, it's a man. George W. Oh, no. You probably didn't hear about it. And then Chappelle's like, I'm like, and he's like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole skit was silly. Absolutely. He said, rest in peace, Tupac. He said, okay, I will. <laughs> okay, I will. See, see and, that, and that skit is probably one of my favorite skits. But how that ended up on the Lost episodes. Like, I think that's... They, that they was a Lost episode. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's season three. The season three where after Chappelle had already left and it was just uh, Charlie Murphy Charlie and, and Donnell had just to like, the show. Just like, oh. like going through the rest of the uh, skits that were made for the last season and for season three. Mm. Like how that one didn't make the cut if it was made for season two. How did it make the cut in season two? Huh. That, one, that was a good that skit. That well, gold. they were probably trying to just come out with fire on season three. So that's, that's probably, probably why they saved us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it came out of fire on season three. Yeah. No Chappelle. Should have been the Wayne Brady show after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my rate. So back to legend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, what would you give it out of t- ten? How out of ten, you're very, you're very up, up in the. You're like, you want the ten. We I think need. ten. I think ten is a more dynamic metric. I think five limits you because if you say three out of five, <coughs> well, we it could be a high like, three or a low three. We do you know decimals, I mean? I think, like you were saying, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do. I, mean, the ten, I like. I like the ten. I was doing the ten originally, oh, okay, and then I yeah. went down to doing. Yeah, and I think five. it translates. All, right, all in favor. He won't do eggplants, though. 
All in favor of 10? All right. Hi. Let's go. 10. I can't count that high. Yeah, that's probably why. Oh, you can do five. Most of the time. <laughs> I mean, you can do both, like five and ten. Like, you know. So, like 15 out of 15? All in favor out of 15? Okay. Out of 100. <laughs> out of 100. Let's go out of 100. Jesus All in favor Christ. out of 100? No. Jesus Christ. I'm All just right. All in favor out of seven. <laughs> what the fuck? Best of seven, right? Yeah. Uh, you might okay. Trying to figure out the percentage on that, bitch. Just say best of nine. You might as well. All right, I'm going to go... Okay, if we go out of ten, I'm going to say it's like a 6.5. So, go to 65%. Now, I like the movie, but like I was talking about earlier, uh, how not all the facts line up with the book, with, yeah, the, yeah, true, yeah. with the true story. Um, and, now, granted, like you were saying, like, would have liked to see more of the background of them, but I understand it is a movie. It's not like a series, so you don't have the time to like set up. Yeah. Okay, episode one. It was born. Episode two. Episode yeah, three. You don't have time for all that, so it's a movie. I get it. You you take you do less, but I don't feel they had to change quite as much as they did. But it's still like a mob type movie. And yeah. I, I do really like it. So it's a sixty-five percent. That's right. So I wish they. Would that's have. what I got. I think that if they did do like a. More of like a little bit of a backstory for them. They definitely could have like time skipped it pretty good. Like, you know what I mean? You could like really time skip like 20 years of somebody's life in three or four minutes. Like, if sure. you do it right. You know what I mean? And I felt like if they just took that like extra couple minutes, like they could have done that shit. Yeah. There's a hundred. I mean, it was like, you know, some people got mad about like the way Straight Out of Compton was told. How it was like, well, you know, the thing about Dre slapping D Barnes wasn't in there. The thing about. Uh, there could have been more detail on, um, like Ice Cube's, or, uh, not Ice Cube, um, well, I guess they're pretty direct. No, I guess they it covered a lot of Ice Cube shit. It didn't cover, uh, the easy, yeah, the Easy e thing, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't cover, uh, Dre's diss to Easy e and all them either, that kind of... Or, he, like, remember, Easy e had that diss track after, um, uh, like, when Easy when, I think it was, like, just an Easy e album, mm-hmm. where he, he... I don't know, it was a cheesy song where he's like, like you can tell Easy wrote the lyrics because he wasn't like the best lyricist. And like, he's like, Smith and Wesson. Oh, know. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know. Remember. Remember. I think the only rapper that could have pulled off lyrics like that would have been Biggie. Smith and Wesson. Like, I yeah. think, I absolutely think he could. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. way he get, like, delivered his shit. He's got that voice. Yeah, yeah. No, in my mind, like, when you yeah. said it, I said it in, in his voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, in his voice. And I was like, yeah, that shit would have been fire. Like, yeah. but. Uh, he was a lot no. more smooth and confident. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Easy, you could tell when he wasn't like he was like kinda... he didn't have the confidence sometimes. Because like when like Cube was writing all his shit, like you could tell he just like he knew it was good. Yeah. Well, Ice Cube was a I've fucking seen, genius. I've never seen out of confidence, but just listening to NWA, you never seen. I never Stray? saw. I never saw Dog. What? Like, just, yeah, oh, you can take it home. You want to take it home? I don't oh, have you don't have a DVD. Yeah, I mean, I can just you know. Is it not on? I know the story. Oh, it is on Netflix. I know it used to be. I mean, yeah. right, let's end this podcast before we sit here and drink each other. All right, I mean, at wait, Content they, Crisis they uh, 1 it. on Twitter, Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye.